What's, what, what's up? Pussy, eating pranksters? It's the 6410 computer guy, here to say, turn your volume all the way up. Don't be a punk bitch. Thank you, enjoy the show. Radio Podcast Show Episode 6. Yo Miller, yo Pledgeer. Let's get this party poppin' on these smart-ass niggas. Hey. All right, let's get this party poppin'. It's, uh, you heard the computer. 410 Radio Podcast Show Episode 6. It's your host, Matt Miller, GM of the mighty, mighty Tucker Football Lions. They're for real. We are for real. Um... Also, commissioner of the greatest football, our uh, fantasy football league in the world, uh, sixty-four ten. Joined with my co-host, VP of the league and uh, GM of the Pledgeville High Kites, Pledgeville. What's you done today? What's happening? What's going on, Matt? Uh, glad to be back for yet another episode of sixty-four ten. Um, having a good time doing this. Having a great season so far. I don't think it's it's ever been as competitive as it is this year. Um, we got nine, ten teams in the mix. Um, and once again, another great week with a lot of excitement. Glad to happy to be talking tons, about it. Tons of excitement, and uh, I mean, I feel so bad because this team is good, but I feel so bad for uh, for Mike Wheaton and the Miller Killers. I know it was like he uh, this week he loses on a freaking pick six from your defense. And I mean, he's lost a close one by three points and having three players against beers earlier this season. It's been crazy for the Miller kills. But we'll we'll hop into that a little bit later. Will we not pledge? Oh, we will. We will. We'll definitely get into it. But um, so we're going to run over the scoreboard. We got a special guest uh, tonight. We're going to bring on. um the powerhouse is 6410B, that is the Cajun Nightmares GM, Sean Luce. We're going to have him on the on the show. Um, kind of highlight GMs uh, as we move forward in the season, have him on the show and kind of uh, talk about their team, talk about the league a little bit. So, But um, before we get into all that, it's time for us to run through the scores um, in week eight. Um, this is episode six. We did just play week eight, and uh, I'll start it off. Pledge uh, 142 to 104. The Tucker Lions throw up a banger um, and move to four and four. And the Hall of Fame Flying High Shane Cannon goes two games back and goes to three and five. Pledge, I mean, Deshaun Watson comes alive, uh, drops 47 points for my team. Um, yes, it was a lot of that action was to. Shane Cannon's Andre Hopkins and Lamar Miller also showed out uh, for him, but I felt confident going into Sunday with my quarterback scoring both more than both uh, those two players because those are key players on his team. But Adrian Peterson, AP, thirty-one points. He was due for t- touchdowns and he ate them up. Um, he loved it. Saquon saw with eleven, but Sammy Watkins jumps out at me with twenty-three and just fucking helped the team, helped the squad, move us to four and four, and we're in fourth place in sole first fourth place, excuse me, of East Hampton. So, I mean, that's my take on the game pledge. You know, Tucker Lions win, not too much else to say. 142-104, uh, Hall of Fame flying high, plays that against another team that week. You know, he might have a shot. 
Yeah, he had Tom Brady that, that just, you know, he threw for 342 yards, I believe, but he had zero touchdowns. Um, and we know it was zero touchdowns out of a quarterback equates to in fantasy. And in this case, it was a 12. So um, tough spot to dig out of. As you mentioned, Lamar Miller, DeAndre Hopkins, huge Thursday night games. Lamar Miller's on back-to-back hot weeks. Um, but as you stated, 47 out of Deshaun Watson, 31 out of ADAP, um, just made it tough for, for really anyone to beat the Tucker Lions this week. We went off, baby. We're proud of it. And uh, the green and white out of sight, baby. Uh, moving on, we're looking forward to next week's game, but we'll get into that later. But 142-104, big win for TFL. Um, let's go over to your game, man. We kind of talked a little bit about it at the beginning, and the Miller Killers put up one hell of a fight, 119-111. Um, to 111. This was a close one, and it all came down to Monday night. It did, and it all came down to a Monday night defense, which is really hard to rely on. Um, especially when, you know, points can be taken away so easily uh, from a defense. But one of the final drives for Derek Anderson, who I will go ahead and say has been the best Bills quarterback so far. Um, Hopefully they stick with the guy. That's neither here nor there. Final drive of the game, or excuse me, final couple of drives of the game. Um, He throws for what we think is a touchdown pass. It actually hits the ground, uh, turns into an incomplete pass. Next play. Devin McCourty, 82-yard interception return for a touchdown. That's eight points right off the bat. I was one behind at that point, and that one just sent me off. A couple sacks in the next drive puts me up even further, and we go on to a 119-111 win over the Miller Killers. Very good game. Uh, The Miller Killers, look, with with Patrick Mahomes and Kareem Hunt, you're going to be in every single game. Um, he ends up getting 29 out of Mike Evans on a late, late 72-yard touchdown pass, which was really killer at the time. It really seemed like we couldn't come back from it. But we did. We continue to score big. Highest scoring team in the league as of right now. And uh, we went a close one. And the Pledgeville High Kites win again. <laughs> wow. All right. Three-game well, win streak. Hell of, a game, hell of a game. Congrats on that. Let's move over to uh, the grit splits and uh, LAU um, grits, man. I'll have those with cheese right now. The grit splits are playing and they're winning. Um, nothing new there. 103 to 93 over LAU. Uh, grit splits moves to five and three. LAU three and five. I mean, Pledge, you know, he had Roethlisberger. Uh, grit splits, that is, you know, do what he typically does. Throws up around 20, uh, 22 points. But Kamara comes back with 20. And uh, Joe Mixon, 27 points. His kicker, Will Lutz, uh, New Orleans kicker, got 16 points. So, I mean, that does it for him. He got 103. Um, Barack's team, LAU, he's offering crazy trades right now, Pledge. I mean, I'm not going to put him on blast, but uh, it's getting a little wacky, these trades I'm getting. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, 30 points for you. Christian McCaffrey, uh, 17 but other than that, it was Jared Cook at tight end, and and everybody else is kind of mediocre, not even scoring really much at all. Juju Smith-Suster with uh, three points pledge. To go back over to um, uh, the Falcons' grid splits, you know, Alvin Kamara, 20 out of him. You know, he really needed that. You know, a lot of people, including us, were talking about, you know, Mark Ingram cutting into that workload. But if you go back a couple episodes, I said Alvin Kamara will be just fine. 
He proved it last week against a tough Minnesota defense. So I think that's great. Joe Mixon continues to put up big numbers, 27. I think he's going to be close to a fantasy MVP this year. I mean, I know he's missed a couple of games, but that, that guy's amazing. As far as LAU goes, you know, if you're not trading, you're not trying. You know, you can't – you know, if you're not trading, you're not trying. And you got to throw them out there. You know, you, you got to shoot your shot to, to see if you can make it. So um, I'm not, I'm not going to fill you with any more cliche uh, motivational lines. But um, yeah. 30 out of Mitchell Trubisky. I think – hey, listen, I think he found a gem in Mitchell Trubisky. Guy was uh, riding the waiver wire for the better, better part of five or six weeks. He's giving you a 55, 32, 35, 30. Uh, that's incredible. I think, uh, I think he found a gem there. But, you know, just, just a down week at 93, you know, he could have won, but you get nothing out of Trey Burton after a big week last week. So good win hey, for the grid splits. Know. Good win for the grid splits. Yeah. They needed it. They're back on a winning streak, five and three, still up top. Grid splits wins by 10. Not much to talk. LAU, um, I'm looking at the scoreboard here. You, uh, you had the second lowest score of the, of the week. So, you know, that, that wouldn't have won against uh, any other team other than GM Knight. So you got to be ready this time in the league, brother. Not trying to hate. Love having you in the league. We see you out in Cali, brother. And uh, the team's fine. Your team's fine. You got players. GM Nice, Blood, Sweat, and Beers. Blood, Sweat, and Beers, they moved to 5-3 and three pledge. 109 victory over uh, GM Nice with 78. GM Nice on a seven-game skid. Aye, aye, aye. I feel like it's a broken record. Oh, it's just it, – it just gets worse and worse for GM Nice. And, and, and at first it started out with, you know, five running backs in the first five rounds, which I will absolutely never be able to get over. Uh, it's just something I don't understand. And in his case, just a couple of those running backs really worked out, unfortunately. But um, seven-game losing streak, um, 78 points – once again, putting up low numbers, by far the, the lowest scoring team in the league. You know, it sucks because GM Nice, they, I mean, for the new people in the league, GM Nice is, is really a good team year in and year out. You know, they're one of the higher winning percentage teams as far as 6410 history goes. Just, you know, it's not happening this year for them. Um, but Blood, Sweat, and Beers, their MVP, Marlon Mack. Oh, oh, play it for GM. Play it for him. Oh, anywho, anywho. Um, yeah, blood, yeah. sweat, and beers. Marlon Mack has got to be their MVP, man. You know, injured all year. People thought he couldn't stay healthy. They thought it was going to be tough. I think it was a quad injury, to be honest. Um, last two games has just gone completely bonkers. 31 points last week, 28 points this week. They're giving him a full load, too, at 19 carries and 25 carries. So, Blood, sweat, and beers. I know you're out there listening. You're looking for a running back. There's your running back. Take it. Love it. Take the win. 109. Good score. Um, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, A.J. Green. You know, they're not going anywhere. Good win by them. They'll continue to do well. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Have we spent enough time on that game? Yes, let's move on. All right, cool. DTC, huge win um, over the elevator, man, Pledge. I mean, both of these teams now are five and three. And uh, DTC's for real, man. That kid's plugged in. He's ready to roll. He says, I don't give a shit who I'm playing this week. We're going to play a tough game, and you're going to feel DTC. 
And uh, it looks like, again, uh, this week, Pledge, that the uh, the elevator was order, or out of order. We had to take the stairs. Well, you know, it, elevator, man, they're missing out on Melvin Ingram. Uh, excuse me, Melvin Gordon, which obviously is, you know, a huge piece of their offense. Uh, to their, excuse me, to their fantasy team. But, you know, he had a good week. 100 can win most games. But like you said, DTC is really, is really kind of – that hidden that hidden team that's that's five and three. Let's not forget that they're tied for first, or excuse me, they're second second in Glenhaven. Um, one hundred and thirty two points. He's got a waiver wire magic piece with Tyler Boyd, who's been an absolute monster. He's riding that James Conner train, and uh, like I said, five and three. He's doing his thing. Elevator man, nothing wrong with that team. They're going to be fine. But uh, this was DTC's week. Yeah, this was DTC's week. Um, hell of a week, man. Good win. The elevator band's got a great team. I mean, you know, I don't see where, you know, the critics say there's hate. We're not throwing hate around. Um, you know, when you're the defending champ and you're winning, again, you have a target on your back. You have the biggest target on of your course. back. So, of course. Of um, course. You know, we're just trying to keep the waters ruffled a little bit, baby. We're not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. But uh, DTC, if he hurt your feelings that week it would, or, or this weekend, this was the weekend to do it with him going 132 and then the, the Vader, you know, held to 100. So, hell of a game, dude. I don't, DTC, big, that big pool. I don't, big think, pool I don't think we need to find the elevator man any safe places yet. Um, but, yeah. but, you know, he's five and three as well. well. Let's not – let's not PBD. TBD. TBD. To be determined. Um, Pledge, we got uh, the last game of uh, 6410A in week eight. American Racist Reds fall to In Brotherhood We Rise. In Brotherhood We Rise, 127. American Racist Reds, 104. What is going on over there in the Racist Reds organization, Pledge? News flash. In Brotherhood We Rise is on a three-game win streak. They were one and four, bottom of the barrel. Nobody wanted them. The redheaded stepchild down in the dumps. Three-game win streak, 127 points. I think he found a gem in Tariq Cohen. That guy's been an absolute monster since Nagy wanted to kind of toss the ball around. It's helped Trubisky. It's helped Cohen. Um that's that. That's a, that's a great pick right there, Philip Lindsay. You know, I'll never forget this. He grabbed Philip Lindsay in the very first waiver wire ad for week two. Guy's been amazing for him. Uh, the racist Reds. You know, they added a quarterback to their team, Russell Wilson, and Trey put up twenty eight for him. Beautiful. Of course, Todd Gurley is an absolute fucking monster. Thirty points out of Todd. Down we got a chub. He's still going to be the back there. No worries there. Jarvis Landry, you know, Jarvis Landry is, is is not the guy who we thought he was. You know, he's only got two touchdowns on the year. PPR, good. Standard, not so good. Sowie. Um, but the racist Reds are going to be fine. They're four and four. They're on their, you know, one game losing streak right here. They'll bounce back. They'll be fine. But uh, in Brotherhood, we rise. Three game win streak. Back in the mix. He's back in the mix, man. He's definitely back in the mix. And, uh, you know, to to the American Racist Reds, 
We know your team's better than that. I mean, a two-game losing streak, is that right, Pledge, for the racist Reds? No, he's only on a one-game losing streak. But, uh, you know, you take a look at his oh. bench, he, you know, he – I don't think he would have won anyway, but uh, didn't make the right start. <laughs> I accidentally hit the wrong button there. Yeah, my bad about that. Well, I mean, racist Reds got a good team, dude. I mean, they're one of the top Absolutely. teams too. I mean, that's from week to week. It's one of those teams where it's like, eh, it's hard to pull against them. So they still got a solid squad. But in oh, brother, yeah. Hilly rise second high scoring this week at one twenty seven, just tough to beat, bro. Tough to beat. Huge week. Um, Huge. But uh, but uh, I think that does it for sixty four ten A's scoreboard review. So we're gonna take a quick break and uh, we'll be back. We got sixty four ten B scoreboard review. We're going to check this party, you know, check out what's going on, man. We're going to check y'all out. We'll get back to you right here in a second. That is correct. Woo! Fucking A, this is taking forever. Welcome back. Sit your sweaty ass down and listen up. It's 6410 Radio Podcast Show. Bitch. 6410B... <laughs> We're ready. We're back. Miller with Pledge. Um, 6410B, we're ready to look at your skull and your reviews. Let's bounce right into this thing, Pledge. Um, Anybody that stood out a little bit to you tonight? Uh, Anybody that stood out to you last week? I know we're going to try to get uh, Sean Luce, Cajun Nightmare, on the uh, show later. But uh, anybody else from 6410B that kind of jumped out to you? I mean, outside of that game, um, I think Ben the Neal and Show Me Otitis, I mean, they had a matchup that came down to the end, came down to Goskowski. That was a hell of a game. It was. Hell of a game indeed. Hey, how about them wheeling nailers, 129, uh, over the Forte Edge Jitka? Both of these teams now are three and five. That was a huge win for the nailers as it gives them a tiebreaker over Ditka. 129, the nailers come out of nowhere, baby. And uh, I'm I'm proud. I'm proud to be a fan of the Wheeling Nailers pledge. Nailers came out and and put up massive amount of points this week. It was a great week for them. Uh, one of those one of those GMs that started the Patriots defense. Great move there. He had the Adrian Peterson blow up game, 31 points. Odell Beckham. Odell, yeah, yeah. Odell Beckham is is slowly slowly getting better. Um. That was a, it's just a big week for the Wheeling Nailers. They really needed it. I mean, I, I think they were they were kind of in our you know our slide column there for a little bit, but uh, on a one game win streak and moving up, looking good. Hell, nice win. <laughs> nice win, Nailers. We see you out there, brother. Um, he's out in Cali, twenty nine thirty one. I'm seeing a ton of points over there. Hey. 14 sticker. What happened? Please. What happened? Yeah, I Andy Dalton get you know he they didn't start to Sean Watson. That was big. That was big. They they went the Dalton route against Tampa Bay. Um, you know it is what it is. Twenty four points isn't bad. Still riding that James Conner train. Thirty five points. Fourteen out of Jordan Howard. He saw the end zone again. I think that's nice for Jordan Howard. Um, and then you know besides that, not too much. Not too much out of anybody. Ravens defense disappointed against Carolina. Top defense in the league ends up going negative four. So, 
Whew. Not the best week for Fortan's Jacob, but uh, you move on and you move up with Pledge. And oh, gosh, I know they're listening, um, but I have to give him the sad trombone. I have to. Like, Three game losing streak, Pledge. They got to bounce Ouch. back. They got to show the team. And I am a fan of Fortan's Jacob as well. And I think they'll be back, Pledge. They'll I think step they'll up. be just fine. They'll step uh, up. We'll move on from that one. Uh, hell of a win. Good job, Dave Weidert. Uh, dude. Vidat. Check my balls. Uh, goes to the King of Kings and just 123 to 90. Brings the King of Kings back down to earth. It has been quiet from the Kings facility this week. Um, not, you know, I haven't heard a word of you. Just saying it's been quiet, Pledge. I haven't heard a word of you. Yeah, I haven't heard I haven't heard a peep. Um, peep but they're peep. two and six now. Check my balls, takes care of business. And uh man, you know, his team, just some quick, quick highlights. Ben Roethlisberger, 22. Todd Gurley is is just there every week before him at 30 points. Tariq Cohen, 22. That's a great triple threat there. And Kenyon Drake starting to emerge as one of those running backs. He, he says he's the man over there in Miami. And I love Alabama running backs. Um, Seahawks defense, 10. Dustin Hopkins kicker, 10. So, you know, 123, big, big week for check my balls. The only highlights that really stand out from the King of Kings is Cam Newton, 31 points, and McCaffrey, 17, Murray at 15. Other than that, you know, it's just kind of one of those middle-of-the-road weeks, Punch. Yeah, it wasn't too great. It wasn't too great. Um, typical King fashion as of late, you know, gets in, gets somewhere in the 90s, low 100s, but – uh, you know, could make it happen this week. I do want to point out he does have Golden Tate. You know, people are making a big, a, a big, you know, a big thing over Golden Tate ahead of the Eagles. Oh, he's got Carson Wentz, blah blah. You know what? I I think it keeps Golden Tate right around the same the same spot. Um, you know, still a lot of mouse to feed over there, over there in Philly. Um, God, Kings man had Sammy Watkins on the bench there. God, oh, they could have benefited from that. Oh, they could have benefited from that start, man. Um, LaShawn McCoy, I, you know, personally, I would have put him in front of Collins. I know it's only a one point difference, not a big deal, but I just don't like anything over there in Oakland. I mean, I don't, I don't care if it's their number one. I don't like anybody on that offense right now with Gruden at the helm. I mean, Sammy Watkins. It's hard to trust anyone over there. Yeah. Or fire star for him. What do you think? Yeah, I mean it's 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 hard to trust anyone in Oakland right now. I mean John Gruden's blown that thing up. I mean I think they're in rebuild mode. I won't get into it, but already. Yeah, you can't you, you can't trust anybody over there. Check my balls, James Smith taking you know capitalizing on his situation one twenty three to ninety five and three. Um, let's see here, Ben the Neal. It's been a little fall from grace for these guys. It's been bumpy these past few weeks for Ben and Neal's. Been up and down and up. And down. Show me OTDs is for real. They are a tough opponent. Both of these teams scored. Uh, show me OTDs, 92. Ben and Neal, 9 and 1. Or 91. Um, 92 to 91, excuse me. Both these teams are 5 and 3 now. And, uh, I mean, low scoring game, but that was a big win for 6410B and Mayhew and Show me OTDs. The thing about Show Me OTDs is they had a, a tough loss last week and um, bounced back this week. Ben the Neal, two-game losing streak, as you mentioned, and kind of kind of fell a bit. But but even more importantly with this game, 
It was it was ninety one to seventy eight, and all Shomi OTDs had left was Stephen Goskowski. Oh, oh, excuse me, he had Kenyon Barner who who brought up a zero, two zeros out of his running backs, and still gets the victory. But Goskowski pulls his pants up, pulls his socks up, goes in there, kicks four field goals, gets you fourteen points. Um, that's just that that's 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 a nail biter. That's as close as it gets, and I think that was a huge win for Shomi OTDs. Huge win for Shomio TDs. Guy is rolling right now. Um, he's feeling good, man. I mean, it is. It, yeah, he had a loss last week, but he's back to five and three. What's not to like? I mean, he's tied for first in his division. So, you know, and and, and real quick to the defense of, of Ben the Neal, he had Melvin Gordon, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Ito Smith out on by. You know, three yeah. of those guys could have really helped him this week. But that's the name of the game. Fantasy, you have bye weeks. It is what it is. Uh, good win for Show Me OTDs, baby. Show Me OTDs gets the horn. <laughs> Woo, they're back, baby. They're back. <laughs> Moving on high. Team Goyan drops the ball to oh. IR. Jonathan Dunnigan's back. He's four and four. Team Goyan drops to five and three. And uh, after a huge week they had last week, but. Uh, IRV2, 93 points. They win 93 to 73. This one was not close. Um, IRV2 rolls through. I mean, Kirk Cousins, 24. James White, 16. Stephon Diggs, 19. Diggs, for, wow, that's a little refreshing to see him scoring now. Yeah, it is. Vinatieri, uh, 10 points from the kicker. You know, he had a good, he had a good week. Um, IRV2 gets that win, 93 points for his team. And you got to look at Team Goyan and say, Jameis Winston, man, 15 points. He's done for the season. He might be out of the NFL soon. Um, yeah, so that's just an open spot right there. And it hurts that he got pulled and he threw those four picks, 15 points out of him. That killed Team Goyan. Joe Mixon, the only standout for Team Goyan at 27 points, played. I feel like Johnny D's team over there with RV two, they've kind of alternated weeks. Win one, lose one, win one, lose one. They got a good team and, and this was a good week to beat Team Goyan because Team Goyan has been hot. You know, we've been talking about him, you know, for the last few weeks now. And you know, unfortunately, like you said, Jameis Winston came in. I think he threw four interceptions. Um, you know, obviously losing his job and and, and beyond, probably like you mentioned, probably out of the NFL, but that's neither here nor there. Team Goyan's going to be fine. They have a good team. But um, Johnny D came in and, and swooped in that and, and took that victory. Four and four on his end. He's on a one-game win streak. Um, firmly sitting in a playoff spot. Sitting in the playoff spot, and that's all that matters. Um, that's I'm going to drop down over here to uh, the two and six Bruno's Tinker Stinker's Pledger. Finally. Hallelujah. 13 to 98 against Deville Snat Squatches. That's Taylor Atkins squad. Uh, Bruno Tinker Stinkers moved to two and six. Is there a chance? Deville Snat Squatches are three and five. Um, 113 to 98 pledge. What, what do you got on this game? Yeah, Mo Boomhauer over there took the loss, aka Taylor Atkins. Um, just got a shitty game out of Tom Brady. Kareem Hunt. You know, it is what it is with Kareem Hunt. He's going to give you give you that that solid floor, but you got to have help from other, from the other players. And you know, Tinker Stinkers finally got the win that they needed, that they deserved. 
put up a nice 113. Not a modest score there. Another another big score. And these guys, you know, you wonder if it's too late at two and six going into these last five weeks. You know, if it's too late for them. But, you know, it'd be a damn shame if they didn't get in. I think they're one of those teams that, you know, if they get in and get that eighth seed, that seventh seed, I think I mentioned it a couple episodes ago, they could spoil a one or two seed right there in the first round. So, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for them. They got a good team. You hate to see the bat, the good teams just have unlucky weeks, but got the victory and I'm, and I'm happy for them. And I hope to see them in the playoffs. I, I really do. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is, you know, one of those teams, Tinker Stinkers who, all they have to do right now is win because they have – this is a type of team pledge that does, like you said, has a shot to – if they sneak into the playoffs to really do some damage, Pledge. I absolutely it's- agree. I mean, I mean, look at this lineup. I mean, Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, Phillip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Russell Wilson, you know, Rams defense. Money. It's a money team. Got a good team. He's just got to win, baby. Hold on. All right. The uh, the last uh, last game for six four ten B week eight review is uh, our highlighted team here, Vacation Nightmares, and they just freaking murder the scoreboard every week. Jeez, six this week, um, and they took down the red hot junkyard dogs. And pleasure, quite frankly, I don't think there was a team in sixty four ten B that wanted to play the junkyard dogs with the momentum that they had coming in. Um, in case of nightmare, it was light work, man. This is this is like lightweight, you know what I mean? Six and two, his Cajun nightmare, and the junkyard dogs fall, fall to five and three. Yeah, whoever comes in and plays a nightmare, it, it, it's gonna be a nightmare for you. I mean, these guys, top scorers in both leagues, an absolute monster of a team. I mean, you said it, junkyard dogs were, were hot. I think they were on a three game win streak, looking good. But last episode, I did go back to the standings and the points scored. They were ninth in points scored out of 12. Yep. You know, that's, yep. you know, that can't consistently bring you wins. Um, you know, when, when you have that, you know, that, to- that amount of total points. But nonetheless, you play the Cajun Nightmares. I think they're sitting up somewhere in the high 900s right now in points scored. 146. Sure absolute monster of a team. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll get into that later. I, and we do want to have Sean on the show um, kind of discuss, you know, where he sees his team, obviously, at the top right now. But can he keep it up? We got some questions for him. And uh, this is his first year at 6410. So, uh, yeah, we're going to poke him a little bit, see if we can get some, some of these hard-hitting questions for his squad. Pledge, we're going to take a break. And uh, we're going to be back, uh, guys and gals, everybody listening. We'll be back here. Um and go over our standings, power rankings, things like that. Uh, maybe we could get that call in to Sean. He's a busy man over there at the uh, Cajun Nightmare Facilities Pleasure. So we're going to try to get in touch with him. That Pull sounds that. nice. Sounds Dude. nice. Just stay, stay tuned. Am I right? Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, guys? Hey, we'll see you here in a second. Uh, check out this next hit here. We're going to play for you. See you soon. It's a banger. Goddamn, I'm highest giraffe pussy. Oh yeah, joining us now is the GM of the six and two Cajun Nightmares, Sean Lewis, for the GM call of the week. Take it away, boys. 
Guys, we're back. Episode, uh, what is it? Episode six here, and uh, yeah, episode six. We got the GM call of the week pledge. Ooh, call ooh. The week. And we're talking to none other than the man from uh, the Cajun area, the Bayou, the Cajun Nightmare, Sean Luce, GM of the <laughs> Cajun Nightmare. They're sixty-two <laughs> in sixty-four ten B. Uh, Sean, how are you tonight, man? Doing good, man. Uh, thanks for having me on the show, guys. Yeah, Absolutely. dude, no problem. The honors, the pleasure's all ours, Sean. And um, we wanted to just kind of, in the call of the week, really just kind of ask you a couple questions. I mean, again, it's team six and two. Pleasure. This guy's over a thousand points already for. Uh, his team this year so far. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane. I mean, he's putting up monster numbers every single week. I mean, I feel like it's 130, 140 every single week. My God, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's been a good run. Absolutely. Dude, so, Sean, tell us a little bit about um, about your experience so far in 6410, what you really think about the league so far. If you want to just send, I know because it's, I don't know if the viewers know this or the listeners, but it's your first, it's your first year in 6410 uh, in the, in the world that is 6410. So what, uh, tell us about your experience so far in the league and what you think about it. Yeah, man. Uh, it's been great. I, you know, I, I love everything you guys are doing and uh, you know, it's pretty cool to be part of a league that brings like a lot of um, kind of just a lot of the leagues that I've played in before just kind of, you know, there's not really much going on uh, week to week. So you guys keep it interesting for sure. Nice. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. those kind words of the show. Pledge, I know you had some questions as well. Yeah, so I wanted to ask a question. I kind of wanted to dive into your team a little bit. And um, so yeah, sure. something for me personally, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you know, really wasn't on my radar, you know, at all. Um, I thought it was kind of, kind of crazy to see that you know in our league he went round nine. You got him round twelve. I know you grabbed Drew Brees earlier in the draft, but but yep. you know with that round twelve pick grabbing Patrick Mahomes was that was that premeditated? Did you want to grab him there? Did you have high expectations? What was your what was your thought process in grabbing Mahomes if there you know even was one at all? Yeah, man. I um you know. I- I really kind of looked at, at Mahomes as like um, kind of just a, a sleeper, man. I, I did I did want him, and I, he kept falling like later and later. And, uh, you know, I kind of had my eyes on him the whole time. Um, and, you know, I just I, – I, I remember watching him at Texas Tech, and he was just slinging the ball all over mm-hmm. the field, man. I know the kid's got an arm. So, I just really thought that he was going to do well with Andy Reid. And, uh, yeah, I was just uh, – you know, it, it's kind of one of those things where – you know, every I feel like every year in fantasy, you always have those picks that are like, you know, hit or miss. Like you just kind of t- got to take a gamble, and that was one that definitely paid off. Yeah, yeah. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. I think he's going to end up being like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL that we've ever seen. I mean, the guy's got a freaking cannon for an arm. It's like, I don't know. I, I think oh, were you mentioned a video pledger? He was there war- pregame warmups. He's like slinging the rock like sixty-five yards from his knees. No, no, he wasn't on his knees. He was just he was just standing, you know, without any sort of crow hop or anything. He was just standing, and I think oh, just yeah, yeah. launched at like seventy five yards. No big deal. So yeah, yeah, no, I mean it's yeah, he's he's going to be an absolute monster. And, and the fact and the fact that he can kind of be Aaron Rodgers esque when he gets outside the pocket and still do his thing, I think I think that's 
that's incredible. Yeah, he's got a lot of weapons too, man. So that that definitely helps. Yeah, absolutely. Seriously. So tell us tell us a little bit about. Uh, I mean, your team, the success is six and two. You're over a thousand points. You're in B. You win B. You get into sixty four ten A. Um, tell us a little bit about the like you know, the way you're handling the success of the team. I mean, are you pretty much going in every week? Are you like? You think you're going to win every week at this point? The way the score's been going. I mean, I mean, and, 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 and if so, even after this question, I mean, who do you see in B that's probably your biggest, probably going to be your biggest matchup moving forward in the league? Um, I don't know, man. You know, it's 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 tough. You know, I, I think I think B still got a lot of strong teams uh, that are definitely still right there in it. And you know, come playoff time, it's it's anybody's game. But um, I like my squad, man. You know, I, I had a lot of, uh, like I said, I had a lot of picks that kind of, like, paid off. I mean, you know, I had a – I think I had a really good draft. I think that's what it boils down to. Man. Oh, yeah. You know, I picked – I picked – you know, I wound up getting the top QB, uh, top wide receiver, like, you know, probably number three or four running back. Um, so that's going to help you out, you know. And, you know, I actually wasted a pick on – I remember I wasted a pick on Gronk kind of early, man, and he hasn't really done much for me um, for, you know, considering where I drafted him at. Um, you know, so he's, he's kind of been hurt. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, you know, there's I, – I, you know, I look at Show Me Your TDs as a, as a tough team. I look at uh, Ben the Neals right there, man. I think, you know, they're, those two teams right there, I feel like, you know, they, they can get you any week, man. Their team can just go off. So, nice. you know, you always got to – you just got to watch it, you know. I wonder if those boys will be appreciate that shout-out or they're saying, hey, I want to stay under the radar. Like, don't bring my team up. I want to be that team and get them last. But uh, – no, <laughs> Three, I mean, three yeah. and six in scoring, respectively, between those two teams. So, they're up yeah. there. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, let's be – let's get the real meat and potatoes here. Have there been any trade offers? I mean, your team scored a ton of points. I mean, have there been any trade offers that have, you know, kind of tickled the pickle a little bit, made you want to get it? Or were you, have you just kind of been like, man, these are kind of whack, bro? You know, man, early <laughs> on, I think, uh, <laughs> I think Show Me Your TDs tried to offer me something uh, that, that I just, I thought was kind of funny. You know, it was just kind of whack, <laughs> but uh, I kind of shut that down. But, um, yeah, other than that, man, I actually have proposed, like, two trades that, you know, I tried to – I think I tried to throw out Lamar Miller and Gronk uh, for – I think it was Kelsey and Demarius Thomas. I tried to throw that at uh, at uh, the Nailers, man, and they, they didn't like it. So, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Dude, well, you know, he's, he's all in his head. He had one week he's starting uh, – what was his name? Jamal Charles. Jamal I mean, Charles. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. My God, yeah, man. He was uh, he was hoping Freeman could play with a, a broken leg, apparently. Or something. Jesus, no, that was whack. Pledge, you got anything else for the six and two? Uh, the highlighted uh, hot streak that is the Cajun Nightmares GM, Sean Lee. You know, I'm. He kind of answered earlier. I was I was going to ask him about that Gronk pick in the late second round and and how it really hasn't you know affected the progress. But he's got so much scoring outside of that it's just it just makes it irrelevant it seems like yeah man I think you know I think the feeling pick kind of made up for that a little bit because I agree you could you could look at it you know as I drafted Gronk with my third pick you know because I got feeling but yeah it just kind of worked out man 
Nice. Absolutely. Nice. Well, Pledge, I think I think that's all we needed for the call of the week there. And Sean Luce, Cajun Nightmares. Quick question, Sean. Is this the best fantasy football league you've ever been a part of? You bet your ass, man. Let's go, Ow! baby. We appreciate it. Oh. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, wait. We got something. We're going to put – what What was that? What we got? No, I didn't say anything, man. I just said you guys rock, man. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Oh, right I played right on. That's again. Pleasure. I prayed. I prayed. Jesus. All right, guys, <laughs> let's take a quick break. We're going to throw some music on real quick. We're coming back. We got power ranking standings and uh, the predictions for week nine, baby. It's getting crazy. Keep it locked. Pledge? Fuck. Let's see if they can get through a segment without fucking shit up. Oh. Oh, thanks a lot, computer guy. What an asshole. Uh, we're back. Episode six just got done with the GM call of the week. I think that's a really cool new segment. What do you think, Pledge? Oh, I thought that was awesome. It kind of gets kind of gets like an inside inside look on some of these guys. Because, hey, look, most of us – well, I don't say most of us, but a lot of us – you know, don't really know each other. We haven't seen each other in person. You know, we don't, you know, people are in different states, Mike. I mean, you know, so it's nice to kind of get a little, uh, little inside, inside look on some of these people. It's cool. I think it'll be uh, very popular moving forward. Sounds good to me. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, maybe I can feature myself one week. It'll be fine. I'll interview myself. Hey, um, Let's get into the 6410A standings and uh, points scored power rankings, Pledge. This is your – uh-oh. There's some pandemonium in the background there. Somebody give that kid an apple. Oh, um, my God. Hey, uh, and I mean apple by iPad. Good day. Hey. Um, Good day. So let's hit these 6410A standings. I got East Hampton, Pledge. I'm going to run down. I'll give you Glen Haven. Falcons mm-hmm. grip splits, five and three. They're in first place in East Hampton. Elevator Man, five and three. Second place in East Hampton. Blood, Sweat, and Beers, five and three. And they are uh, that's third place in East Hampton. Four and four. Tucker Lions at Seoul, fourth place in East Hampton. L.A. Underachievers, three and five at fifth. And at sixth place, GM Nice, one and seven. Pledge, Glen Haven. Over in Glen Haven, we have uh, in first place in the league through eight weeks is the Pledgeville High Kites at five and three. Uh, number two, right behind him with the same record of five and three, is the Drew Tang Clan DTC. Uh, number three at four and four is the Racist Reds Gator Dunn. Uh, number four at four and four in a very tight game this week, the Miller Killers. Number five and on the rise is in Brotherhood. We rise at four and four, and to close out the league at three and five, still but still uh, only two games out is a Hall of Fame flying high. Yep, three and five Hall of Fame flying high. They took a tough whooping to my Tucker football Lions this week. Um, we talked about that already. Hey, these points four are starting to get a little bit closer. Pledge starting to separate a little bit here. Um, Pledgeville High Kites, top scorers in the league at 920 and 6410A. So far, so good. Not bad, not bad. Let's run down these uh, points for Pledge. Uh, give me some highlights in Glen Haven and then some, some in East Hampton of the points four there. Uh, yeah, so uh, we have, uh, like we mentioned earlier, uh, Pledgeville High Kites, the only team above 900 at 920. Um 
Number two is the racist Reds, who's actually sitting third in the division right now. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do them all. Go ahead. Uh, number three, the Falcons Grit Splits at 878. Uh, number four, the Elevator Man, 855. Number five, Blood, Sweat, and Beers, 839. Number six, the Miller Killers, right behind them at 838. Uh, number seven, the LAU at 834. Number eight, the Drew Tang Clan at 832. Number nine, the Tucker Football Lions at 807. Number 10, in Brotherhood We Rise. Oh, excuse me. Number, uh, uh, number 10, in Brotherhood We Rise, 794. Number 11, Hall of Fame Flying High, 771. And number 12, GM Nice at 657. Good God, mate. He's going down and he needs help. All right, we're heading over to 6410B. Uh, let's check out their standings as well, Pledge. Um, yeah, let's go. I'm going to take the East Coast. Check my balls. First place in the East in 6410B, 5 and 3. Show me OTDs in second, 5 and 3. Junkyard Dogs at 5-3 and three in third place in the East. IRV2, the sole fourth-place contender in the East at 4-4. Four and four. And then you got two at two teams at 3-5, and five, rounding it off in fifth place, the Deville Snatch Squatches, and in sixth place, Forte Inch Ditka. Pledge in the West? West side. We have number one, who we just talked to in our last segment, uh, Sean Luce and the Cajun Nightmares at six and two, the only six and two team in the league. Uh, right behind him, Team Goyan at five and three. Number three, Ben the Neal at five and three. Uh, and then we drop a bit. Wheeling Nailers at three and five. Bruno Tinker Sneakers at two and six. And in last place, King of Kings two and six. King of Kings two and six. I've seen better days. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, with that being said, and with that information out there, let's go ahead and just jump right into these predictions for next week. Um, I've got uh, 6410A scoreboard being pulled up in front of me so I can look at these matchups. Well, while you check that uh-huh. out, I'll, I'll go ahead and do the points real quick. Uh, number one in points is the Cajun Nightmares at 1003. My god, number two. A cool 99 behind him is Check My Balls at 904. Uh, number three is Show Me Otis at 873. Number four is the Bruno Tinker Stinkers at 846. Uh, number five is Team Goyan at 829. Number six, Ben the Neal at 813. Number seven is King of Kings at 798. Number eight is Junkyard Dogs at 788. Number nine, IRV2, 787. Uh, number 10, uh, Forte Inch Dicka at 780. Number 11, Wheeling Nailers, 771. And last but not least, Boomhauer at 742 with the Devil Snatch Watches. Nice. Nice. Uh... Appreciate you running down that. I forgot about that part there. I got you um, Hey, um, do we want to pick out a game of the week here in 6410A? 
I think you had an idea. There are two five and three teams playing each other. There's four teams at five and three this week playing each other in week nine pledge. And that's Drew Tang Clan versus Pledgeville Highkites and Falcons Grid Splits versus the Elevator Man. Um, what was your idea earlier? Were you talking about doing two games of the week in, in each league? Well, I mean, you know, we it's, 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 it's like it's hard to pick one each week. I don't want to have the same guys, you know, just because the record's better. You know, we keep kind of running through the same people. we got to have some maybe some other implications in a couple of these games. And I'm going to go ahead and point one out, which I think is a big game, is in Brotherhood We Rise versus LAU. And I say this mm-hmm. because Jeff Waldrip and in Brotherhood are on a three-game win streak. They're rising. And LAU has taken a bit of a dip in the last game or two. And I think there's big implications for both teams as we move into, you know, the final five weeks. So I think this could be, this could be something, you know, to look forward to. All right, cool. Then we'll make it uh, in Brotherhood We Rise versus LAU as the game of the week this week. I'm going to take a look at these teams real quick. I'm looking at the matchups. And although in Brotherhood We Rise is red hot, I just don't see Juju Smith-Schuster having another down week. Oh, man. In Brotherhood We Rise is riding a three-game win streak. They're red hot, dude. I'm taking in Brotherhood We Rise, 110 to 104 in Brotherhood We Rise in the game of the week to win. Pledge? Well, the projections 101 to 88. Um, I still think LAU could, could maybe move around a couple guys, maybe get uh, maybe get Mahomes in there at quarterback. Um, never mind. He doesn't have Mahomes. What the hell am I thinking? All right, I was thinking about the Cajun Nightmares and Drew Brees, so my mistake. Um, Juju Smith can't have another down week. Cortland Sutton is now emerging in that offense with Demarius Thomas gone. Trey Burton's not going to have another down week, I don't feel it. I'm going to go LAU here. I think it's going to be tight, but I'm going to go LAU here. I think they need this win. Um, it would put them both at four and five, put them in a lock. So I'm going to go LAU here, uh, 99 to 95. 99-95. Okay, also a close pick there for the game of the week. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go over my game real quick. Tucker Lions, TFL taking on the 1-7 GM Nice. Um, I've got some buys. I'm going to plug in a few players that I've got my mind on already. We'll be able to fill those easily. Um, yeah, I feel fine about this game. I think we're going to win this handily. I think I'll score low this week, maybe 92 points. Uh, it'll beat the GM Nice 92 to 86. Another tight one indeed. Indeed. I'm going to go over here to the Miller Killers and Hall of Fame Flying High. Um, got a close projection here. Uh, once you got Hall of Fame Flying High filling in their buys, he does have – Prediction on the Tucker Lions GM Nice game? Come on, man. I'm, I'm taking the Tucker Football Lions. Oh, okay. My bad. Come on. I didn't know you wanted to get some, a, a score. No, no, no. That one's gonna be that one's gonna be a blowout. All right, cool. That one's gonna be a blowy. Miller Killers Hall of Fame Flying High. You were saying. So my apologies. Anyway, uh, Hall of Fame Flying High does have Odell Beckham out this week as he's starting to kind of 
rise from the wreckage, if you will, after the first half of the season. Uh, Miller Killers only have Eric Ebron out. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like that's going to hurt him in this game. I think Miller Killers win a strong one here, um, and it's simply because of the Mahomes Hunt connection. I mean, I, it, you know, that win that's gonna, that's going to win most weeks. I'll take I'll take Miller Killers in this one, uh, one ten to ninety five. Yeah, I'll make it quick. I'm going to hop on that one with you. I'll take. Uh, I got Miller Killers. Uh, I like that actually, but I'll, I won't pick the same score. I'll go 115 94 Miller Killers. How you like that? I love it. All right, great. Great. Oh man, five and three Drew Tang Clan versus the five and three Pledgeville High Kites Pledge. Um, this game's got a lot of implications on it, riding on it. Um, I mean, the Kites are on a three game win streak. Drew Tang Clan's riding high off of their win over Elevator. You got some buys, and you don't have in much, um, you know, much room on the bench. There, pledge um, could be an issue for you this week. Yeah, buys got me pretty good this week. I got Zach Ertz out, number number two scoring tight end, and I got Andrew Luck out, the number two scoring quarterback. So it's never easy to uh, fill in those spots, which is probably why I'm going to go with the Drew Tang clan here on this one. Um, he's got a couple of buys himself, but it looks like his fill ins are going to be just just fine. I'm going to take the Drew Tang clan here. Damn. Um, 90, excuse me, 109-101. Picking against his team again. See, every time he does this, guys, he's putting on that reverse voodoo is what he's doing. And he does this. He did it last week. He wins when he does this and he picks against his team. Um, Drew Tang clan is strong with the buys. I will take DTC this week. Um, and I think DTC goes off. Jared Goff's playing against New Orleans. That's going to be a shootout. Um, I'm saying a 120 to 97. Drew Tank Clan pledge. I like it. I like it. Sorry. I just – I got to ride with DTC this week. Um, let's see here. What's next, pledge? We got Elevator Man 5-3. and three. They're playing against the 5-3 and three grit splits. This could have easily been the game of the week. Um, I'm looking at the projected totals, and it's got Elevator Man as a fan favorite here going into the game with no buys on Grit Split's side. But somehow every week, Grit Split's scores, and they score, and they come hard at you. Uh, that being said, I'm going to have to give this win this week. This is a tough one to call, Pledge. I do want to point. Uh, I do want to point out Joe Mixon is out, and he's starting Edo Smith over Joe Mixon. That is a big difference. That is a big difference, but Edo finds a way. He finds a way. It's him and it's him and Coleman right now. Um, yeah, Grit Splits has got holes. I'm going to go Elevator Man here. Uh, One hundred eight to ninety-seven. There you go. Okay. All right. Who you got? I got, I, I, you know, you said it earlier. You know, Elevator Man, he's got, he's got this full arsenal back. He's on a two-game skid. You know, this team's – I think this team's too good to lose three in a row. And that's all it comes down to. It's nothing against the grid splits. You know, I do think Joe Mixon is going to hurt a little bit. You know, he's been constantly putting up 25 points for the grid splits. That's a big difference. I don't care what you say. So, uh, with that being said, 
at full strength. Uh, I'm going to take the elevator man in this one. I like the projections. Let's go 115.85. 115.85. He's taking the elevator man, you said? Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. Very nice. Um, Last game, is is it what, the blood, sweat, and beers we need to go over here? The beers and the racist reds? Uh, yep, that's that's the one. This is a rivalry game, whether the league knows it or not. This is one of those rivalry games because the beers make a great rival. And the racist reds and the beers, I just see these guys being rivals. So this is a, this is a rivalry game here. It's the blood, sweat, and beers are 5-3. and three. They're playing against a 4-4 four and four racist reds. Um, beers on a two-game win streak right now. They're red hot, red hot, and all they got to do is plug in a defense pledge. Um, wait one second. I got to – Sorry. Oh, bless see. you. This means a lot, you guys. I mean, we are recording live. Um, yeah, this is uh, – you know what kills me is that Todd Gurley, he's always scoring, and if Nick Chubb just goes off, you know, he's fine. I hate that he has Chubb and Landry on the same squad. Um, Landry just hasn't been good. He just hasn't. PPR, yeah, standard. Eh. I got to go with my gut. My gut says blood, sweat, and beers in this one. 115 to 108. Blood, sweat, and beers. Blood, sweat, and beers does have Marlon Mack out. We did talk about what he's done. 29 and a half points average over the last two games. That's monster numbers you're missing out on. That's no secret. Um, he's Coleman, though. He's a, you know, yeah, he's yeah, and, and at the, and at the same time, his his receivers outside of Adam Adam Thielen kind of have been uh, putting up mediocre numbers last two weeks. You know, I think they both bounce back uh, in big ways. And uh, if he can get that defense right, I think he can really make it a game. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go blood, sweat, and beers here as well. I think it's close though. I'm gonna go 109, 107. 109, 107. You got the beers? Got the beers. And that's that's that. That's there we go. All right. That's our uh week nine predictions for 6410A. Pledge, we're just gonna just hop over to the other side here. We're gonna call these games for 6410B now. Okay. Let's do uh, it. now we do need to find a game of the week for 6410B pledge. Yes, and I'm scouring the scoreboard as we speak. And I'm looking for a game with big implications. I mean, and I think I found one. Nothing's bigger than what I'm looking at. I mean, I got two games, but uh, the Junkyard Dogs and Team Goyan. That's that's the one I'm looking at. And if you're looking at football, fantasy football, I think that's got to be your game of the week. If we're looking at Jerry Springer fantasy football, I think it's got to be Show Me OTDs and King of Kings because there's no secret. These two guys hate each other. And there's been tons of smack talk over the years between these two guys. And I think, you know, whoever wins this it's, match it, is going to be hate. talking mad, it's, mad shit. And I think, it's hate week. And oh, you know what? Oh, it's big. I think King of Kings and the TDs is the, is the game of the week in 64. Oh, there's hatred here. It's might not what the fans wanted to hear, but I'll tell you right now, this is rivalry hate week. And, uh, hey, put your money where your mouth is. This ain't any, this ain't, ain't a song and dance show. We ain't singing. We ain't dancing. It's all about who you're putting in your lineup, how you drafted, 
and what you got head to head this week, Pledge. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm rolling with the TDs. I'm rolling with them big. I think the TDs are going to win 100, actually 115 to, I'll give the King of Kings a little respect, 96. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time because I can't really. I'm seeing that, you know, as we talked about, Shomio Titi's, you know, both of his running backs put up zeros last week. I don't think those are his guys. As I look right here, I need to make sure that I'm getting an accurate. Deion Lewis. Yeah, Sony Michelle. I forgot about that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. basically, outside of Deion Lewis, that's who he is rolling with. Um, he's got A.J. Green out on a bye. AJ Green, Deion Lewis, you know, nothing, nothing. AJ Green, yes, you know that that's that that could hurt a little bit. King of Kings look to be at full full strength, and they have a zero for Golden Tate. Tate, I don't know if that's because he just got traded. He might not play. I, I'm not sure that that makes a difference. Um, but I think it's going to be a tight one. Like you said, this is hate week. There's going to be all kinds of mad shit talking. You know, this might actually. Keep somebody ghost that's pretty much been ghost. This might just keep them ghost. And uh, I think well, I think Show Me OTD's wins here. And I think it's close. Any... What's the score? Sorry. 198. 198. Hey, it's all up to the TDs to make a statement. And this is it. This is the week. So let's see what he can do against his hated rivalry. Arrival, the Kings. Hey, um, King of, right, hey, we, we both King of Kings. They have a chance here. This is going to be a good matchup. So, you know, yeah. this will be good. Stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. Show me OTD's King of Kings uh, game of the week, week nine in sixty four ten B. Let's pull it over here. Check my balls versus the uh, Wheeling Nailers coming off of a win. Uh, Dave's out there in Cali. He's three and five. Check my balls, James Smith. They're five and three. And they're on a three-game win streak. Um, Pledge, what do you see when you look at these two teams here? I see a team in in check my balls that has uh, been dominating. I think they just moved up to second in the league in scoring on a three-game win streak. Um, he does have T.Y. Hilton out on by. I don't think that's going to be be killer when it comes down to it. And Nebo's have to replace Luck. And I think that's going to be the X factor here. I know the I know the Nailers are on the up and up, so to speak. But uh, check my balls are going to win this one, and I think it's going to be a good matchup. I'm going to go 99-90. Oh man, 99-90, um, and you got to check my balls winning. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. He's got Odell Beckham on a bye. Uh, I got to check my balls winning this game. 111. 111 to 102. I think the Nailers can get in the hundreds. Um, but it's going to be tough to, to – it's just really tough with your buys, Nailers, and, you know, check my balls is on a three-game win streak. They don't look like they're stopping anytime soon. So I'm cho- rolling with check my balls on that game. All right, moving on here. Um, IRV2 versus Ben the Neal. Uh, Johnny D's team's four and four at IRV2. Ben the Neal's five and three pledge. Um, the projections uh, don't look like they're 
actually reflecting any starts there. I'm looking at buys on Ben the Neal. This could be a tough week for Ben the Neal with all these buys, Pledge. I absolutely agree. I think it's going to be his demise this week. Um, he does have Julio that he's going to plug in. He does in. have Julio he's going to plug in, you know. He still has to get that tight end. Oh, he's got Jared Cook. Okay, this is, okay, you know, this is a little interesting. He's got double tight ends, one at the flex. Oh, Corey Clement. I mean, Corey Clement hasn't done anything. You have to think whoever he puts in is going to be is going to be just fine, if, if not better. So, IRV two's on the come up. You got a two. You got a two loss streak for Ben the Neal, and I think. I think they might go to three here. I'm going to take the upset with the four and four IRV two, and I think I think Johnny D wins this one. Uh, close one, ninety four eighty eight. Yeah, I like that ninety four eighty eight score. I think IRV two wins the game as well. And uh, man, that's what that's all I got. You pretty much took it over there. Um, I'm, you know, IRV twos just looks like they got the stronger roster this week. Mm-hmm. So I got to them, and I like that score you called out. You make it easy for me. All right, I um, love it. Let's see here. Now, we've got Junkyard Dogs versus Team Goyen. Uh, they are flirting with that game of the week. Both of these teams are 5-3. and three. This is a huge game for 64-10B. The Junkyard Dogs are heavy underdogs in this game. They do have a defense out um, that they'll have to plug in. And uh, he's got Alex Smith starting. He's got Saquon Barkley out this week with a bye. Um, Carlos Hyde with a bye, even though Carlos Hyde's not very good. Uh, Carson Wentz on a bye. So, you know, Junkyard Dogs are in trouble this week, Pledge. If, if you want me to be honest with you, um, this team, Goyan, Stafford, Ezekiel Elliott, I think Nick Chubb has a bounce back week. Michael Thomas makes a little noise this week. I got Team Goyan winning this game in a blowout, Pledge. Blowy. Um, it's going to be 125 to 80. I, I could not agree more. Um, you know, there's just too much missing for the junkyard dogs and Goyan already lost their, you know, their game last week. And, and I don't see it happening again. They're a strong team. The lineup you just mentioned should, you know, should win here. I think this is a blowy as well. And I will go team Goyan one eighteen to one Oh one. We're both on Team Goyan. We're agreeing on a lot of picks tonight. Uh, Deville Snatch Squatch is three and five. Taylor Atkins' team has to face the dominant Cajun Nightmares. We had him earlier on the show as our guest for the GM Call of the Week pledge. This is just not a team you want to play right now, especially when your Deville Snatch Squatch is coming off of a loss at three and five in the league. You're playing against the best team um, in 6410B this week. And I just don't see it happening. Uh, T- Taylor, you got TJ Yeldon on a bye. You got Tyler Boyd on a bye. Ouch. Um, you know, I'm looking at your roster down on the bench. There's just not enough firepower for this game. This game's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a buck 30 for the Cajun Nightmare. And Snatchquatches will be happy to sniff around the 90s. I say, you know, buck 30 to 90 just to give them a little, a little push. Pledge. I got Cajun Nightmares winning this game. Not gonna elaborate on it too much. I mean, the 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 bye weeks for snap squatches will absolutely be his Achilles heel heel and um, Cajun nightmare. Like you said, you just you just it's a nightmare stepping up to this guy week in week out. So I will take another blowy in this one and go one thirty five to eighty eight. 
135-88, Cajun Nightmare. Last game uh, for predictions, a week nine and 6410B, 40-inch Ditka. Um, they are on a uh, three-game losing streak. They're playing against the Bruno Tinker Stinkers, who finally got their win, and this team scores points, Pledger. Um, 40-inch Ditka is three and five. Bruno Tinker Stinkers, two and six. Ta- a lot of heavy implications on this game riding. Absolutely. Um, for these two teams. I'm looking at 14-inch Ditka. Uh, Jeannie and Terry looks like they got Andy Dalton out. They got Zach Ertz out on buys. Um, I know 14-inch Ditka is going to start that Deshaun Watson start. That'd be that'd be you know that's a great plug right there. So they're fine at quarterback, and uh, it looks like they're going to have to pick a tight end off the waivers. But um, man, this is a complete team in the Bruner Tinker Stinkers pleasure. This roster looks completely put together. And I can't, I can't, I'm riding with the Tinker Stinkers, dude. Um, this might be a shootout. I might be wrong about this, but I got the Tinker Stinkers scoring 108 and Forte and Stika 100. I, uh, again, I'm going to have to agree. Um, you put Deshaun Watson in that quarterback spot. Yeah, you got to stream a tight end. You add those two, it pretty much makes it even, an even projection for the most part. Um, but I think I think Tinker Stinkers are on a bit of a rise here. You know, they are fourth – excuse me, third or fourth? No, fourth in being scoring. Um, so, you know, they, they are putting up the numbers. And, and, and no bye weeks. You know, everybody's in. Everybody's playing. So, I, I agree with you. I think uh, I think the Tinker Stinkers win a, win a good one here. Um, good game between both. I think it's going to be 112-104. We got the Tinker Stinkers. Guys, that wraps up uh, our, our week eight that was in the books. We talked about it. We gave you the predictions. We did the GM call of the week. We asked the tough questions, guys. Week nine's ahead. Best of luck to all the GMs. That's going to wrap it up for uh, episode six. My bad, guys. Hey, that wraps it up episode six. We appreciate you uh, keeping it locked in and staying with the podcast. Good luck to all the GMs this week. And, uh, hey, stay tuned. We got a lot going on for the next episode. We appreciate you. See ya.